What's up, fit chicks? Welcome back to the Beautifully Built Inside and Out podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Impet. So as a lot of you know, I'm really passionate about creating a platform for other women to come on and be able to share their stories. So I've been doing a lot of work promoting this podcast on different Facebook groups to invite women on who want to step a little bit out of their comfort zone and record an interview with me so then I can share it with you and we can all motivate each other. So I was lucky enough to find Lara on Uh, I don't even remember what Facebook group, but some Facebook group we connected somehow and she decided to come on, step out of her comfort zone and share her story with us all. Little funny story though, when I was looking at my schedule, I was curious because it said 9 p.m. And I personally am such like a grandma, I don't stay up very late. So I know that that's weird because I wouldn't have put my availability open to record a podcast at 9 p.m. So I was all confused. I started doing a little bit more research and I realized that it was 9 p.m. in her time zone. So then I started looking, where the heck is her time zone? And she's actually from Germany. So we have our first guest on from Europe, and I'm super excited for this interview. She is so passionate about fitness and has done so much work educating herself. So I'm really excited to have her on the show. So I hope you ladies enjoy this interview. Hey guys, it's me. I'm Lara from Germany. And I'm into lifting and a couple of other fitness sports. Super excited to have you on the show. Thanks for joining us all the way from Germany. Amazing. So tell us a little bit about how you actually got into fitness. Were you into like sports growing up and that's how you got into fitness or how did it become a part of your lifestyle? Um, Basically, I have an older brother. He's seven years older and he was very much into the gym. And there's an American high school movie called Never Back Down. And we used to watch it together, even though we were so far apart in age. And it just became my favorite movie. And I always wanted to work out this kind of way, like in an old school gym, like weightlifting and doing like mixed martial arts. Um, But I wasn't allowed to because I was too young. So I started by, by, by running and doing like home workouts with the equipment of my brother. And then when I turned 16, I got my first gym membership. Wow. So when you first got into it, how old were you? Uh, I think I started with like 14. Wow. So I did like some workouts at home in our garden and running like for two years before I really started. Yeah. So you were just super excited to get active. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. I don't have any siblings. I'm an only child, but I can imagine if I had an older brother, I'd probably want to do whatever it was that he's doing. (laughs) Yeah. We were so like, we still are so close. It's amazing. That's awesome. So do you guys actually work out together? No, we don't. He uh, moved about an hour away because he has two children now and um, he works in Berlin, which is an hour away from where I live. Oh, wow. I'm totally putting that on my bucket list. I'm going to come visit you one day. (laughs) It's quite nice. I I moved away for a year uh, abroad and I I really enjoy living here now since I saw it. I just, I can't even get over how amazing your English is. So how yeah. did you learn? Tell us, tell us a little bit about how you learned English. Um, I was a very weird child that was quite a bookworm. So I usually, I usually finished a book, like a normal size, 300 pages book within 30 minutes. So it just got too expensive to buy German books. So my parents were like, well, you have English in school. Why don't you just practice your English a little more? So I got um, Matilda by Roald Dahl in fifth grade when I was 11 years old and started reading English books since then. 
That is amazing. I can't even get over that because I I'm over here like I'm I feel like I'm language illiterate. I try so hard to learn different languages and I have such a struggle and you just pick up a book and pick up the language. That's great. I didn't even understand anything, I guess, yeah. when I first read it the first time, but I knew the story from the movie, so I kind of knew what the book was going to tell me, wow. so I just had to re-figure out what the words might mean and yeah. we had school English I started English classes in kindergarten so when I was five years old so I already had quite a good feel for the language and then I moved abroad after high school I moved to the UK so since then I just got better and better geez you're an incredibly resourceful girl I love it that's so cool so cool so now nowadays what type of fitness are you into what do you like doing in the gym um, now I do quite old school bodybuilding. Like I, I do my strength, strength training and I don't really, I'm not much into powerlifting. I hate squats and I'm yeah. not into cardio at all. So a lot of the listeners are really curious because a lot of women just go right to the cardio machines just because they don't really know what else to do in the gym. So what are your thoughts on cardio? How much cardio do you actually do? Um, I don't do any treadmill or like um, cross trainer cardio. Um, Cardio is important for your cardiovascular health, but you don't need it at all to lose fat, to tone up or whatever you want to call it. You don't need it. I think what helps me the most to stick to my routine is doing everything that is fun to me. I don't do exercises I hate. Everything I do is fun to me. Um, That's why I do boxing as cardio because it's really fun for me. Um, But I wouldn't ever do anything I don't enjoy. If you don't enjoy quads, do the leg press. If you don't enjoy lifting, go to a kickboxing class. You don't have to do something you hate. Yeah. And when you find the things that you love, you're going to be excited to go back. It's not going to be like a chore. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about like your workout split. Like, do you focus on specific muscle groups? Do you do like full body? Like what are your weight training days like? I usually are, I'm usually like a very average full body goer. Mm -hmm. I do full body workouts. I used to do full body workouts three to four times a week always the same exercises, like mostly big exercises like pull-ups, um, bench press and deadlifts and stuff. Mm-hmm. I love hip thrusts. Yeah, um, hip thrusts are my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Since I went back to um, my kickboxing club, I started doing three times a week legs and shoulders and mm-hmm. back because I have chest, abs and cardio in my kickboxing yeah, class. That's so great. I do Monday and Friday my kickboxing class and I do Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday the same kind of workout. Yeah, that's great. Really cool split. So what is your favorite exercise? At the moment, probably hip thrusts um, because I don't do deadlifts at the moment. Um, But other than that, deadlifts. Yeah. So is legs your favorite? What's your favorite muscle group to work? Legs. Always legs. I'm I'm known as the the girl who always trains legs at my gym. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what do you do? Uh, Legs. Yep. We were totally meant to meet. I am in the same exact boat. Yeah. But it's fun having really strong legs. And when you have more lean muscle on your body, your legs are your most powerful muscles when you have more have lean you, muscle on your body. Have you ever looked at the wellness division in like Brazil? No. Um, what we don't really have in the IFBB in the US or in Europe as well is the wellness division. They're just starting. But in Brazil, in Brazil they have had that division for years. So yeah. the girls have like super strong legs. Like every bikini girl looks like a skinny cardio bunny next to them. Yeah, they, oh, I can like, imagine. <laughs> their legs are like 
three times my Solid. size. Yeah. Um, they have very um, dominant shoulders as well, a very small waist, and they look very feminine in my opinion. Yeah. I think that for competition weight, they have to be too dry for my own taste. Yeah. Um, like too muscular, too little body fat. But the whole shape is so much more beautiful. You could look at Vivi Winkler Fitness. Um, and, yeah, which is like a whole new area of fitness. And I follow so many of them. And I don't speak any Brazilian Portuguese or any Portuguese, <laughs> to be fair. But like, I love the sound of it. I don't understand anything. I hope it works like English. So at yeah. some point, I will just, yeah, maybe you'll just get up and speak up, yeah. uh, fluent yeah. Brazilian Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like a whole new level of Wow, I'm, def- I'm gonna definitely have to check that out. And There's also, so I do I do kickboxing in a uh, mixed martial arts club in my hometown. Wow, where I get my cardio in twice. Yeah, a week. that's amazing cardio. Yeah, and it's the only kind of cardio I really enjoy. Cool. So, how long do you think you've been lifting weights for? Um, like I said, I started when I was 16. I got a really, really bad program by a very uneducated um, gym coach in my g- local gym here. Then I stopped for a year because I couldn't afford it anymore. And then Mm. since 2016, I've been going regularly with a very good program. Wow. And I started writing my own programs. So I just hope they're good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ladies, that's one of my favorite things to do too, right? Like you don't have to necessarily just pay crazy money for these fitness programs that you find online, right? You can really put together your own programs as long as you start figuring out what it is that you like to do in the gym and making sure that it's hitting the different targeted. And you can adjust it to your own needs, which is a lot better than just following a, I don't know, fits all size all. Yeah, for um, sure. Program. So when you first started, did you work with a trainer or, or like, how did you work on your form and stuff like that? Um, when I first started, I didn't have good form. Also, yeah, I didn't do like the big barbell movements because I got like one of those um, ready-made programs by, by a gym instructor in my gym. Um, so when I worked on my form, form was 2016. I had a boyfriend who was very, very into fitness. He was like, a science nerd like everything had to be 100% correct or he would like get really mad or anything so that was <laughs> that was extreme um, it was when extreme I moved the, <laughs> it was extreme but it was also very helpful and when I moved abroad I went to like one of those um, cheap chain gyms in the UK where yeah. you don't really have access to a good trainer and I just um, set up my camera I set up my yes. phone to film my to film my form um, then I would read um, Starting Strength by Mark Ripito, and I would adjust according to the book my own form. Great. Wow. We are so on the same wavelength. I love it. Yeah. That's one of my biggest suggestions to people is to video yourself. You can actually it's really awkward in the beginning, but it, it is. helps yeah. so much. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, we all, we all have an idea of what proper form looks like. So when you video yourself and you see a big arch in your back, it's pretty clear that you might need to work on tightening your core or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, so that that's awesome. I love that you do helpful, that. Yeah. yeah. And then for me, it's kind of funny to look back at the older videos and see my growth It over really time. is. It really is. I looked through my phone the other day because I didn't know what to post on Instagram. Yeah. Like every person does sometimes. Yep. Oh, and me I, too. Me too. That's found, me all the time. <laughs> I found these old videos of squatting and I was like, oh, what was I doing? Like, what, is, what are my knees doing? What is my back yeah. doing? Yeah. That's very, very interesting. It's a great way to judge your growth over the years. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> so here's a cool question. What do you think is a valuable lesson that fitness has taught you over the years? That improvement is always possible. Yeah. Because my, my squat form was, I don't even, it was hideous. It was, it was horrible. <laughs> um, but you can really, you can really do with mobility and everything. You can do so much. And it's not just like the physical um, aspect of fitness. It's also the mental aspect. Mm. You can learn to handle criticism much better. You can yes. learn to jump over your own shadow, basically, by improving your mindset towards so many things. Um, fitness has got me into like a whole new world not only of like fitness but also of personal development and yes. different books um in october i'm going to start um becoming a physiotherapist which is a quite hard wow. word th is not the easiest <laughs> letter combination for german people um but uh yeah so it got me into into a whole new world. so tell us tell us briefly a little bit about that i would love to hear more about that um I'm quite the bookworm still. Uh, yeah, I had a rough patch during high school. Um, but I love, I love reading books like Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter is life. Yeah, <laughs> but also Harry Potter there's is so, life. <laughs> there's so many other good books like um, anatomy books, um, medicine books. Like when you go to a library and you just go straight to the nonfiction aisle and then mm. you go through the books about nutrition and phys physical therapy and stuff. There's so many stuff, so many things you can learn. And that can inspire you to improve yourself. Um, and I really, I really think that studying um, nutrition and anatomy should be like a school subject or something. Me too. Um, because you need to understand your to body, or you will just, I don't know, you you won't survive like in this world, especially when it yeah. comes to finances and and health and stuff. Yeah, one so, of my favorite one of my favorite quotes is by a man named Jim Rohn, and he says that take care of your body because it's the only place you have to live. Yeah, and it's true. Oh, what, what I read something a few weeks ago, which was like every customer heal, uh, no, every patient healed is a customer lost, yes. and it's just so true. Mm. So I believe in educating yourself to understand what's wrong, so you don't have to trust other people who might not have your best interests at heart. Yeah, take the um, initiative to learn and, and fuel and your I'm mind. And I'm very lucky. In you, at usual, education is free in Germany. You can go to uni and not pay anything. Wow. It's like <laughs> totally different than the US, yeah. Yeah, like you pay, I don't know, it would be like $200 a semester yeah. and that's it. Wow. Ladies, let's, let's move to Germany. <laughs> <laughs> really. Um, but usually um, physical physiotherapy is not one of those subjects. It's okay. one subject where you pay like, five thousand to six six thousand euros a year mm. which is still not at the u.s still, level yeah. but it's a lot higher than uh in germany for usual but in my hometown the school is getting funded by um the health system because there's not enough physiotherapists um in my area so i don't have to pay for it wow and i get to study probably one of the most interesting jobs there is yeah that's quite the opportunity so when you when you work in that field what is it exactly that you're focusing on so um i think for me what makes me want to study in that direction is that you can always go further yeah. you don't have to stay just in the body anatomy and movement kind mm -hmm. of thing you can also go into nutrition you can go into like 
ancient Chinese medicine. You can go into kinesiology. You have so many opportunities to branch out and yeah. still work with people. And I think that's probably what I need to actually stick to something mm. to keep me accountable. And that's probably why I chose this route. Yeah, that's great. It's going to give you such a great platform to be able to really make an impact yeah. in people's and lives. And also, also, I work at my gym by now. <laughs> like, I work yeah. at the gym. I started you're so to work obsessed. out at, at yeah. 16. When you're so um, obsessed that you get a job there. <laughs> yeah, basically. Basically, that's how it happened. Um, but it allows me to work at my gym and do my apprenticeship next to it. Great. I can, like, shift my hours so it works parallel. Yeah, and nice then I can still, basically, and I can still um, work there after I finish my apprenticeship and st- until I get my first proper job. Yeah. Because they will always need people and the more educated you are, the better. Yeah, it's going to be a great experience for you. Yeah. Yeah. So you sound like such a motivated person. I just love that. So what, what is really it that am. keeps you, what keeps you motivated? I think it's the constant wish to improve. Yeah. On a very personal level, I'm not very competitive. I mm-hmm. like you could put me into a room with 500 small people, and I wouldn't want to outwork anyone. I, d- yeah. I don't care about being better than others necessarily. I just want to feel accomplished. Like the best day is probably when you have a bunch of things you want to do. You finish them before I don't know 4 p.m., and you can like sit back and be like, "Wow, I did so much stuff." <laughs> That's pretty much the feeling that I try to have every day. Gosh, I love it. Because the the apprenticeship starts in October and I only have like a 450 euro job. It's basically 450 euro a month. You stay below taxes because when you go above the tax tax rate, you have to um, pay, what's it called? Um, Insurance, Mm. like health insurance because... Mm. Everyone in Germany has half insurance. And Jeez. <laughs> We're in the wrong to, place over here in the US. <laughs> but, but you have to pay for it. So yeah. if I go above the um, rate of money I can earn, I will have to pay myself. And then I can't afford to do my apprenticeship because yeah. I will have to continue paying for health insurance, even though yeah. I don't get money anymore. Mm-hmm. So I have to stay below that. So I only have limited hours I can work every week. And also with my fitness Instagram and everything, I'm not at a point where I can say I know how to use this platform to both fill my own timetable and help other people at the same time. So that's kind of depressing at times. (laughs) (laughs) I believe in you, girl. I believe in you. So you know what that actually leads me into? If the listeners would love to connect with you, where can they find you? What is your Instagram? Um, my My Instagram is Lara Lukasiewicz. Which is my name. And it's so I should probably, probably put that in the show notes. You yeah. should probably put that in the show notes as it's quite, it's a Polish last name. So yeah. it's quite, yeah, very interesting history, Second World War, Polish yeah. people moving to Germany. Wow. But uh, um, I'm not actually Polish, but uh, it's pretty hard to spell. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to definitely, definitely put that in the show notes so everyone listening can Yeah, go but I, I have a blog that is called White Girl Goes Fitness. Um, White Girl Goes so, Fitness. Yeah, cool. my best friend invented that and it's yeah. pretty nice. But in Germany, again, Second World War, people are not very educated on like American slang and humor. Yeah. So it kind of, it's, yeah, it's not very suitable. Yeah. <laughs> they don't understand and just like, being very proud on your white privilege and putting that in your name can get 
like yeah. very get weird. messy yeah <laughs> yeah it can, very, can get messy so that's great so we can put the link of uh, the link to the blog in the show notes as well yeah that would be really great so um to to kind of wrap things up what is some advice that you can leave the listeners with so our listeners you know might be brand new to fitness they might still have a little bit of a fear of getting into the weight room they're not yeah. really sure how to build their dream bodies but they really want to so what's some advice that you can leave the listeners with educate yourself especially with books books are so underrated everyone puts their what i wish i knew youtube video up there i have one myself yeah. but it's it's different if you get it from someone who might be a certified coach or something who actually had to have a lecturer read over what he wrote who has images in the book and i love starting strength by mark ripito it's one of my all-time favorite books it's from a powerlifting background but it's so helpful um so educate yourself use books um don't be afraid because everybody else is afraid too. Because I used to be so, so scared of going into a gym, not just the weight room, but into a gym. Um, I know when I, when I moved to the UK, I was new in a country and it's, I went into my first gym and like everybody was staring and everybody was like, there were people from all over the world. I was in Birmingham. So I wasn't the only one coming from abroad, but everyone was so like, scared to be judged but yeah they didn't have time to judge other people because of their fear yeah. so it's probably the same everywhere you go yeah it's true that you know people might look at you especially if you're a beautiful female in the in the weight room putting in work but you have and, to and get you a have shirt to... i i have a shirt where there's boobs drawn on so whenever oh i feel God. like whenever i feel like people are gonna stare or go into a place where i feel very you're like intimidated I put, you give them a on, reason. I put on the shirt so i know they're staring because of the shirt oh my gosh i absolutely me. love I'm you survive. yeah it's true you know like people might look at you but you have to remember that most of the people are going to be inspired that you're in there putting in work just like they are you know it's it's the type of thing where you know a lot of the a lot of the guys that may be looking at you are probably looking at you because they're impressed not because they're judging you you know so everyone yeah. has a day one and it's it's a fear that you have to put in the past if you really want to make a transition in your life and also you don't want to be like you don't want to let people make decisions on your life by being assholes correct it's just Yes, that's huge. <laughs> Don't let anyone else be in control of your life. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. It's been such a blast to have you on. I really appreciate you sharing your heart with the listeners. And it's been so fun to get to know you. Nice to get out of your comfort zone. Have a wonderful yeah. while. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun to step out of your comfort zone, isn't it? <laughs>